Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The text that we read privately yesterday, some of which we should, that, that, that's, that's positioning. Right. What, 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 what Sam Amick wrote in The Athletic, it's positioning. What uh, Michael Scotto wrote, it's positioning. That's, that's all this stuff is. It's just positioning for who? Right. Toronto? Siakam? Sacramento, Zach Levine, Chicago, everything has an angle. It watch what what's next? Uh, we got the trade to um, NFL draft. Man, you got Chicago with that number one overall pick. How much BS do you think we're gonna hear? It's the Mac Jones stuff. Just multiply that by every team in the league. It's the Mac Jones, San Francisco 49ers nonsense multiplied by 30. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. And so and in, in, in that respect, it's not being dumb or smart. It's trying to get over. No one wants the, hey, this worked out for everybody deal. They want the I screwed you deal. <laughs> they want the I gotcha, pal. <laughs> right. That's what they want. Yeah. And they want to be on, hey, who won the trade a day later? Well, Sacramento got a got a D minus. <laughs> no, I'll upgrade it to a C after they made the playoffs. <laughs> oh, get out of here. These dummies, man. But that's so, all it is. It's just positioning. Like, look, when we talk, you could choose to believe us or not. We're just sharing information with you. Mm-hmm. We've been very clear. I don't know what that information we shared with you all week means. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the information Sam Amick shared. I don't know what none of it means. And with Sam, I don't know where that information came from. I know where the information came from with us. I don't know. Do what you want with it. Here's what we have. Here's what we can share with you. Y'all put the pieces of the puzzle together. I can't. Because one thing we didn't do, we didn't talk to Pascal Siakam. Right. Right. And look, and talk about Pascal. We talk about Harrison Barnes. Ain't talk to him either. Look. (laughs) I don't, I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> I, I I got no problem with with Harrison Barnes. Mm-mm. I would love nope. for him to prosper here in Sacramento. Yep. I would love for it to work. This is we have our jokes about it, but it's far from personal for Harrison. It that sucks that I have to be out here and be like the guy doesn't have a pulse. Mm-hmm. But yeah. at the, in the same breath, what do you want me to do? Lie what do you to want you? any yeah. of us to do? Yeah, you want us to lie? Like th- this isn't good. The and guy's that's... not playing good. Yeah. It, I would tell Harrison if if Harrison if he was right here and he had a problem with things. I'm like Harrison, what you want me to do? Like well, this is not okay. I'd ask those guys, what are we saying that's incorrect? 
or 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 more specifically, okay, where are we being unfair? Also, I'd also say this to HB. You're the one player on the entire roster that Mike defended. Unsolicited. Mike defended. I love HB. And and it's it's also one of those, they'd be like, oh, well, you know, I don't get the shot at him. So you just don't do anything? Like, I would, once again, I would just ask, is this okay? And if you say, Harrison, if you say, no, this isn't okay, then we can be like, that's all I'm saying. This isn't okay. This can't continue. This isn't helping things. It's all it is. It's all it is. If if he figures it out and he starts to play well and get on the boards and do all this other stuff, great. That's one less thing we have to worry about as far as going against somebody or a trade or anything else like that. If he doesn't, are the team just supposed to wither away? 916-909-1320. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Just your show. It's the people's show. Uh, let's talk to our man, Bill. Bill, what's on your mind, my man? Well, it's nice to talk to you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, Likewise. First of all, I, I, I think that some of the Kings' erratic play might be might be directly attributed to Brown's erratic substitution uh, patterns. Now, with that said, he was coach of the year last year, and I have confidence in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we talk about all in and people playing all in. These guys have to realize that they have to sacrifice and so on and so forth. So with all that said, again, I think their erratic play might be contributed to Brown's substitution patterns, but we don't know if that's right or wrong because the year's not over. Mm -hmm. But Harrison, I mean, who couldn't help but like that guy? I mean, he's been someone that we we appreciated. Before he signed his contract, I I said, you know, I want Harrison – if he wants to play here, I hope he plays here. And if he's going to do better somewhere else, all the power to him. And I was happy that, that they signed him. But when you go back to last night, with the Kings in, after the debacle against New Orleans, Harrison went in for a, a layup early on, right, right at the beginning of the game, I think, and was fouled. He missed both free throws. Yeah, that was. I, I, now, yeah. I, well, it, really, that to me, honestly, guys, think about it. I think maybe Harrison's had enough. That was that was tough. Ah, I, I don't, I don't want to go that far. And Bill, we appreciate you, man. Thank you very much for the call. I, I don't, I don't want to go that far. Like, I, I don't think Harrison doesn't like not want to be here. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think that's the case. I don't think we're. I don't think we're anything close to there. Like, I, I guess we just have to keep saying this. And I understand part of it is our tone. Kings won last night. Yeah. They're eight games over five hundred. It's just, and it took me a while to get here. I know a, a, a lot of people in the chatty house, a lot of people, you know, in our in wonderful community that listens to the show, they were there a long time ago. It took me a lot longer to get to. This just doesn't look right. Right. That, like I was willing to like go along. Look, they're winning. Like, the, what what are we talking about? Like, the, sure, it looks a little bit, but they're winning. Now it's like you 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 guys were right. I was wrong. This just doesn't it doesn't look right. And I I had formulated the opinion, and maybe this is a, this is my own character flaw. When they got down by twenty, 
we had to walk away from the game for a little bit, and we saw at halftime they were it was a it was, you know they it was they were they were up you know three four whatever it was. My opinion, regardless of what happened next, had formed mm-hmm. because I saw a lot of the first quarter. I saw a lot of we saw a lot of them that that deficit being built. Mm-hmm. I had kind of made the decision that no matter what happens, I think I already have an opinion on this game. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it was a one-score game, you know, with 10 minutes left, oh, not a one-score game, is a one-point game with 10 minutes left. It's like it solidified the way I felt at the end of the first half. Mm-hmm. And it's that you guys were right and I this doesn't look right. And I do I, while I disagree with Will about uh or excuse me Bill I disagree with Bill about Harrison you know he, maybe he's had enough I do think there is something to the substitution patterns that guys not knowing their role right that always resonates with, with me because Garrett Temple told me that like when you don't know what you need to do on a night to night basis it's really tough mm-hmm. you could talk about be ready be ready at all times in theory that's great. But you could go six games without playing. Mm-hmm. Six games could be two weeks. And then all of a sudden, you're asked to play 20 minutes and you, you, you've you got to find your flow within what you're doing. Because when you're playing that many games in a short period of time, you're not practicing a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're you're constantly game ready and sharp with your teammates. I do think that part's tough. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about that. Could you talk to all of us? Yeah, talk to everybody Excellent. about that. Excellent. Yeah. We'll come back. It's Dilo and KC. Uh, 916-909-1320, by the way, if you want to get in here. It's Dilo and KC. Brought to you by Sky River Casino, where we will be Friday, February 2nd, for our next live show, 32 Brew Street, Sky River Casino. We would love to see you. It is a Friday. Yeah. There is a 430 watch party immediately following the live show. I think it's going to be one of the best events we've done to date, uh, and we'd love to for you to be a part of it. It's Steeler 1KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, Beamer, Benzer, Beamley. That's a great play on a on a, on a a great record. Oh, uh, welcome over. Welcome to the Big Boy Show. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said something there during the commercial break talking about, and you've, you've said this repeatedly what, what you, you didn't really break news there during the commercial break but you talked about the way this this Kings team is you know they play good for a stretch and then like really bad for a stretch <laughs> I'm looking at the you know you have the the, the Orlando game the hell of a game you have the Raptors which the, you know they obviously blew a large lead in that I don't I don't work I, I feel like that's basketball mm-hmm. um, but more importantly you know they 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 took some punches there late in the game and and finished the fight and won. Yep. Played like hell versus the Pelicans, and I'd argue they play well yesterday. So the one positive out of your your, your theory or not theory, I feel like it's pretty accurate. The the one positive behind your thinking is, I'd argue the Kings have played bad games in a row. They're just one and one in those two games and most of the season, you know, being zero and two. Yeah. In that stretch, because I'm sure there are plenty of positives for Mike and that coaching staff and that roster to take away from last night. I expect that from Domas, Keegan. Very, very. Well, you're not surprised now when Keegan does it. Malik did his job, and while I, you know, while I argued earlier, Fox doesn't look. Fox's version of not looking right is still very, and that's how you won. My bigger concern is the fact you didn't really get much elsewhere. Right. Yeah, and, and I would – Which I'll is why back. I don't overall good games. I would, I would – and that's fair. I would push back yesterday. I don't know if – I wouldn't call it like this good game. It was just a game yesterday. That first quarter was really bad. First quarter was really, really bad. Yeah, but really bad. Um, the Pistons also – it's always a chicken or the egg situation, right? Like they shot as good as they probably ever shot all year. They, I think at one point, which was funny, isn't that exactly what we said? What would happen when we were talking to Will? Because Will's like, "This team, they're not going to shoot threes. I was like, "Well, there it goes. They're going for twenty threes tonight." I think at one point in the first quarter, with like two minutes to go or something, they were like thirteen of sixteen from the field. Like they didn't, and I, they didn't miss. I'll, I'll, I'll look. Was it like I don't, this? This can't be. Was it like seven of nine from three? Yeah, it was seven to nine or seven to ten. I seven to ten. That. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Seven to ten. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, is that bad defense or is that? Like sometimes you can be left wide open and you still only hit four of ten shots. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? So there's a there's a little bit of of um, that that plays into how they played yesterday. But I just you know I, I I think that for the most part they play well. They just they have these ruts in games for a whole game or something like that where they they just look awful. They just look awful. And is that something that is going to come back to bite them? Probably. I would say that it is. But there's once again, there's still there's still over eight games over. I remember this past weekend, uh, we had I was coaching the kids and they won both of their games, won by like twenty five in both games. 
but they didn't play well. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they played well at all. And I was like, this isn't a whole lot to celebrate. Like, the only reason, like, you guys won the way you did is because these other teams you played were not good. Like, I, I, I would talk to you about how you played no matter the outcome. If you got beat by 20, but you were doing the things that you were supposed to do and you were, you know, playing good as a team and you just were going up against a superior team, I'd say, you know what, you guys played well. We just got to get better skill-wise. Like, these these guys are good. Uh, the results, sometimes you don't want to get too fixated on them. You want to see how the team's playing. And I think that's what's upsetting about this team right now is, yeah, they won yesterday, but they – they left something to be desired in a lot of that game yesterday. Uh, let's hear from you, 916-909-1320, and we'll start with our man, the Serial Connection. What's up, Manny? All right, like shut up, man. Home. Shut up, <laughs> jerk. What do you want, Manuel? <laughs> hey, guys, like, I'm touching on what like, KC just said. Hey, uh, no matter what the outcome of that game yesterday, the way they started off, just like, just got me. I, I know they won. I know they came back from that 20 point. But that's just, I don't know, man. It's just unacceptable. Like, it's as much as because Detroit's such a bad team that they were able to come back. Mm, right? Yeah. I, I can't look at it totally as like, oh, you've got the grit to come back. No, look how bad that team was. That's part of what got you back into the game. I had a friend literally hit me up when they were up by 20, and he, he's a Detroit fan, he's like, don't worry, man. Give it about five, six minutes, and you guys will be back up again. Like, Because yeah. you, you know what Detroit's going to do. You know they don't have the discipline or or the personnel to do to keep a lead like that. And that's just – it's unacceptable. I'm glad they won. I'm glad it's a W, right? At the end of the day, that's what we need. But the way you've been playing to come out like that, nah, I can't get with that, man. I, I, I feel you. Um Sorry, did you did you want to? No, no, I, 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 by the way, I will point out our boy's playing hurt today, man. He's 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 dealing with a. Uh, Hold me up, Scotty. Uh, we we got you. We got you. It's the KC <laughs> flu game here that we'll we'll get you through. Um, I, I I tried to be like I get I get I get Manny's thinking, and I think it's perfectly it's perfectly fair. I tried to be as as I was thinking about this this game, you know, being able to watch it already knowing the outcome. Like man, maybe 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 my line of thinking was wrong about how to approach this. We probably should be more careful. Like, there are ebbs and flows in a game, right? We 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 had a, a an amazing text exchange when Detroit was up like twenty yeah. on the Celtics, and the Celtics did what a lot of people thought they would do. Did what you know Manny Manny was just talking about right there. They closed the game out. They won, and the losing streak kept going. And I was like, that's 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 basketball, right? The ups and downs of a game. Game of runs is every, the cliche everyone likes to use. And then the only reason I backed away from that and tend to actually to be okay with what Manny said is that the frequency in which we're seeing it. Hmm. That game in a in a in a vacuum, it's whatever. It's basketball. It's not that big of a deal. That game with the context of the season is just leaving Kings fans shaking their head. You know what I mean? Like, it, by itself, I don't feel like what happened yesterday is a big deal. Right. You're up 20, you're down 20, you wind up winning the game, keep it moving, go to Charlotte, win the second night of a back-to-back. In that, that's fine. But when you look at everything else that the Kings have done this year, 
that's where it's like, yeah, I understand every Kings fan who's irritated with what happened last night. I, I do too. Here's the question I would ask. What do we want to see? What would we want eight games over to look like? Now, once again, dominating wins, all this, like I get all that, but just, you know, is it the blowouts? It's simply the blowouts that we can't get out of our mind. I believe that's a huge part of it. Yeah. Like, I the the Charlotte game, the, the 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 Charlotte loss at home, that happens in February, barring it being like an incredibly critical piece of a you know a playoff race, it's whatever. The Charlotte game had more sting because of the Blazers game. Yeah, and it was like yo, you just lost to a bottom five team. You lost to another one. Right. Those two games. I think played a factor into people's line of thinking yesterday. And that doesn't even include the fact that you were down 50 mm. on your home floor. Yep. You're taking yep. your partnership with 50 cent way too far. <laughs> you we're down 50 on your home floor. Not, the, not okay. The, um, they, so the point being is they don't want it to look like that. Right. No, and I completely understand. I agree. I agree. The the Pistons, if like if you went down the schedule, they probably have a lot more closer games than people give them credit for. Still losing, they're still not a good team. You still should beat them, but they're not getting beat. Like I think a lot of people are like Pistons are no good. You guys should go in there and beat them by twenty, which they end up doing ironically. Yeah. But like that's you know I talk about the NBA all the time. There's a lot of talent. There's talent on the on the Pistons. Mm-hmm. Jay Nivey can play. Yeah. Uh, Bojan can play. I love Jalen Duran. You know, mm-hmm. he can yeah. ball. So there, there's legit guys out there. And I'm say for instance, I just go to the to their schedule. They lost to Denver by four. The Pistons did. Mm-hmm. Um we talked about the 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 Boston Celtics game. That was a game that went into overtime. Um Brooklyn beat them by six. Like there there's they're not going to just get beat down every time. Milwaukee beat them by two. They're not going to get beat down every time. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is the NBA. This is going to happen from time to time. But to what you just said, you combine last night with three or four other games this year and three or four other losses yeah. this year. And that, understandably, mm-hmm. this is what got people like, nah, this isn't right. This is something's a mess right here. Let's get our man TC in here, 916-909-1320. TC, what's good, baby? What's poppin', man? What's up with my two brothers? What up, big dog? What's poppin', man? Just, you know, listening to y'all, man. Y'all, hey, y'all hitting all fact points. You know what I'm saying? What, uh, what I do got to say is, though, man, as far as with Mike and the rotations with Sasha, I don't know if this – I know Mike is searching, and I know we ain't in a predicament to be not trying to play people, but I don't know if Mike is, like, trying to hide people for the playoffs, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, teams adjust during the season. Like, oh, let me throw Sasha out here in the playoffs. Nobody scouted him, and he can be like an X factor. I don't know, like, why the dude's not getting no playing time. We feel like he needs playing time. Other players, Keon, I don't know. Like, is Mike caught up in the moment? Also, like, hey, Monty, I need somebody else, bro. We got to make some moves. I don't know who to play. Like, I don't moment or whatnot, bro, because that was unacceptable. I thought we was going to lose that game that we got up. I said, okay, man, we won the game, but it wasn't nothing to be throwing flowers over, bro, because we could have easily lost that game last night. Yeah, yeah I, have, but you know, yeah, they didn't. Yeah, yeah, it happens didn't. a lot. 
Uh, let's get Maddie in here. 916-909-1320. What's up, Maddie? What's up, homies? How we feeling? We good, good big dog. Hey, man. Real quick, though. I took the I took a trip to Sky River last night, bro. Hey. Nice. nice. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I thought, too. Very good. And, uh, Very good. I was feeling good. Felt like a celebrity in there. I was like, man, I know D-Lo and KC, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that don't get you a, a nickel slot. Yeah, Sat down at the tables and uh, started dropping names. I was like, "Yeah, I know Kenny Caraway, bro." That's what I do. He looked at me. He said, "He said, bro, what that got to do with me?" Yeah, <laughs> that's what'll get you. There. <laughs> There's no harm in trying it, though. I've learned that. There's no harm yeah. in just saying, "Hey, man, I know KC," and you yeah, might get a blank stare, but more likely, oh, word, oh man, here, let me get you a drink, dog. More likely, not blank, blank stare. Nah. Well, I was I was gonna open up. I was gonna go to the the cage and open up a line of credit on uh, Casey's name, but no, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. We don't no. get you much anymore. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> we appreciate you, Maddie. Yeah, Matt, 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 Maddie showing love for the sponsor. I'm with it. I'm with it, Maddie. Come through February second. Yeah, we want to see you. Thirty two Bruce Street. I know who won't be there because he refuses to come to Sacramento because he's flying all over the world. Let's get our man Kamara in here. Is uh, Kamara live from the, the – the, does he got the big circular phone? In he, the, he, we're in the it, office right now. We're in the office. Yeah, we're in the office. Kamara, what's good? <laughs> it is a work hour for me. So, See? It, so he's know, charging us. Here. <laughs> yeah. Nah, listen, um, first of all, you know, you know – Damien's returning my text, so you know we're on good terms again. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> bro? See, see, so you know what I thought about Kamara like four this morning because I knew it's seven o'clock. I know Kamara's up. Like I, I could text Kamara. Y'all don't, y'all have no clue what our schedule is like. And I try so hard to respond. Nah, nah, I, I, I got you, Kamara. You, you, yeah, 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 I got you, Kamara. I got you. And I realized, I was like, oh, crap, I didn't respond to Kamara's text last night. He's going to be upset with me. I better respond to him right now. Nah, nah man, nah, man, it's all good. So, listen, I, you know, I've been, you know, we, you and I have been talking about this, the Occam thing. And, you know, I'll be coming out of the uh, text I'm seeing the chatter online. And one of the fascinating things I keep seeing people say is that, Oh well, you know we don't want a three-month rental of Siakam, and I'm like, mm, why not? First of all, I don't think it's three months because you have a lineup of like Domas, Keegan, Fox, Monk, and Siakam. That's a bare minimum Western Conference finalist lineup. I'll I'll stand on that. And for me, you're talking about you're not talking about a three-month rental. You're talking about a five-month rental. Mm, you really and, in on I, that? And, okay. and then somebody who's going to be playing in your team for five months, experience the, the best, you know, vibes in the Sacramento playoff. You know, you sign them to, you, you sign them to a max, con, uh, to, to a, you're the only one who can sign them to the best contract. I think you take that gamble. Like, he, these guys are, play, are about money. And so, you know, he, is he going to really turn down a situation where he can get the most money? No. So, I, to me, I think you go, you, you push your chips to the center of the table and you make that deal. You know, draft picks be damned because I, I think we over overvalue draft picks. And I, I, you know, you could always get more assets. You could always get more draft picks later on down the line or whatnot. But for me, I think you try, you make the change if you can do that. Especially you look at this team right now. There's something fundamentally wrong, and it's fascinating to see Mike Brown tinkering with the lineup when last year, same team, and they played the most minutes together. Yeah. And then this year, this year, Mike is. Inserting them, you know, taking people out, taking people, putting people in, you know, not playing. We we went and recruited the European MVP. 
This guy had to touch the court in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just madness over there. And so I think that clearly there's something wrong. You know what? Let's put the chip to the table. Let's figure out what we got to do and insert some energy and new talent there. And that's just what, where I'm at with it. So, so appreciate you, Kamara. Here, here's one thing that we haven't touched on that I know James and, and talked a lot about this morning on the 10 to 12 here on ESPN 1320 is the money part of them. So there's a couple of things, in, you know, because Kamara said, damn, with the, you know, the, to hell with the picks. And in, in, and in some situations, I, I think I'm okay with that line of thinking. Picks, plural, not. Probably not in any situation that we've talked about so this offseason, be it Levine or Kuzma or anyone else. I don't think I'm down for that for any of these guys. But as it pertains to Siak, I we believe part part of part of the hang up, the grand opening, the grand closing was this dude says he doesn't he's not gonna resign here. He has no commit to resign here. Given vibes that maybe he's not open to resign here, maybe we would make the deal, but we're not including a pick. We'd be willing to do a rental trade if that's what would and we'll as as we've talked about on this show all week, we'll roll the dice, but we're not gonna include that. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna include a pick in addition to everything else we're including. We've talked about that for three days. Before athletic articles, before who pipes articles, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. But the one component we didn't talk about was the money that follows. Mm-hmm. You come in here, you win, maybe Siakam's excited. Maybe he loves the Sawyer. Maybe he loves <laughs> Tiger. Everybody loves Tiger. Yeah. Darling yeah. Avery, man, he's out there yeah. all the time. Him and DJ Abs kicking it hard. Yeah. Abs won. Yeah. But with the max money being what you're looking for, that really sets the Kings up for a difficult that, – that really makes it difficult for the Kings to fill out their roster moving forward. Mm-hmm. I didn't get an opportunity to examine James Ham's whiteboard that he had in here earlier, but I did get like a peek at it and saw that those guys were going over it uh, on the show as we were doing some of our other work earlier. Mm-hmm. And that's just the component to all of this that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, and and I we, I know we talked a little about it a little bit on Monday, and I understand what James is saying. Like I get where he's coming from, but there even with the mid level, like you'd be able to get a, a player in, so you're not completely losing out on everything if Siakam moves on. Um, I I understand completely why somebody wouldn't do it. And I don't know if I was really, like, pressed, like, hey, it's here, make the deal or not, if I would do it. But I think I got a little bit more consideration for it than others do, even if he's saying, like, hey, I'm not going to resign. I don't want to be in Sacramento. I think, you know, it got a little more specific about Sacramento. He doesn't want to be here. I think I'd still roll the dice, man. I really do. I really do because what you have isn't working. And you take an opportunity on a guy that you you probably won't even if you if you tried to trade who would be in that trade potentially around the league yeah. you probably wouldn't get a guy better than Siakam at any point. Okay, so I, I I don't disagree with that. The the, the like Siakam's a good ball player. I don't and and, and I'll I'll say this. I guess it's. Related or unrelated, I, I don't know. I, I don't think Siakam's a max player. At the, I don't. I don't like at this stage. Yeah. Like go, 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 to, to go, going on thirty next year. We're talking 
you know, potentially a five-year deal. If he signs with the team that trades, I, I don't know how I feel about that at all. Yeah. Um, if it, that's actually a lie. I think I know exactly how I feel about it. I don't like that. Right. Um, but I, it, it feels like we're in this, we're, we're, we're almost entering, like, starting quarterback stages. Where if you're a good ball player, you're a max ball player. No, you're not. Right. You got to negotiate a contract. Right. And what does the league look like for Pascal Siakam? I truly have no idea. Remember, Rashawn Holmes was getting paid <laughs> until he wasn't. Right. And that's what's what's the thread for what's the theme for today? Messaging. Mm-hmm. The messaging is out there. I want a max deal too. I want an NBA max deal. I want a Shohei Atani deal mm-hmm. from 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 Stacy Kaufman. And I'm not deferring any of my money. I'll take Yamamoto's deal, Stacey. And neither one of us are getting it. <laughs> we could put all the messaging out there we want to. We ain't getting that. Right. What is 1140 going to pay D'Lo and KC? That's, that's where it starts. What's 95-7 going to pay D'Lo and KC? Yeah. What's KNBR? Now, now, now you set the market. Right. What's the market for Siakam? Dude, I have no idea. No clue, no clue whatsoever. But – Trading for a player that you think you're going to have to pay hundreds of million dollars, if you if and, and if you're all in, like if, if you're Monty McNair, no, this is the guy. Right. This is this is this is the difficulty with Siakam and the contract. Does Pascal Siakam make the Sacramento Kings an NBA championship team? The answer has to be yes. Yeah, because that's your last move. That's it. And so you saying. I'd be willing to part with the pick. In most cases, I would be. Siakam, I'm, I think I am. I think I would be. I'm not sure because I don't, I just can't wrap my hands around what we're hearing uh-huh. and reading. But I agree with the idea that there isn't a better player to trade for. But what if we don't package all of these guys together? Huh. What if you trade, and I'm sorry to these, but what if you trade Harrison? For someone, then you trade Kevin and Davion for someone else. Yeah, it could. and you're you're believing in, and, and and to me, what that says is maybe you have some, maybe you have some issues with this team, mm-hmm. but you believe in De'Aaron, Domas, Keegan, and Malik, mm-hmm. and you're going to that's that's it, that's who you're with. And you're going to find the right guys to complement those guys. Yeah. And if and if that's the way you're looking at it, if you're looking at it where, and I'm not saying it like it's a wrong thing, I, I completely understand it. But if you're looking at it where that's the four guys, then there's no urgency to make a move. You know, you you do things in the off season, or you get the right minor pieces around those four guys to improve your team, and that may be the answer. That may be the answer. I know earlier I said, and Tyler uh, in the chat got upset saying, isn't working. You're right. I'm not saying it isn't working. They're winning games. But we, we're, we're, we're looking at this thing, and I don't think anybody is, is confident that this is a, a team that can win multiple rounds in the playoffs. And that's what I mean by isn't working. They're winning games. Like I said earlier, eight games over 500. I'll take that in trying to figure things out as opposed to being five games under and trying to figure some things out. But there's holes and there's chips in the armor, chinks in the armor that we see that 
that isn't working and that we need to improve on. So I I could see their line of thinking saying Fox, Sabonis, Murray, and Monk, those are the guys. Those are the guys, and we'll find pieces around them. And if that's the case, you don't have to take a gamble on a Pascal Siakam. And then the question comes back, who that is? That could be – who that are we talking about? That could be a Caruso type. Maybe, yeah, maybe it is. You know, I like I said, I'd still try and be trying to figure out what how the Wizards feel about Kuz. What they really willing to give up for him? Anyone else on Chicago? Uh, Zach Levine for sure. Uh, Demar Derozan. I just Demar Derozan is, is a great player. I love to have him. I just don't know how he fits, but. Maybe that's, you can find a way to make a fit. That's another expiring. I don't know what that costs you either, you know. But it doesn't feel a, like it would cost you as much as they're asking for Siakam. Oh, it couldn't possibly. Yeah, yeah it would, that's what it feels like. It, that felt really disparaging to Demar Derozan, but no, <laughs> like quick, it couldn't. But like Demar Derozan's at the end of his career. Before we go to break, who would you take between the two, Derozan or Levine? Um, I probably, I'd I don't. probably take. If you had to pick one, I guess. I probably uh, – I'm taking DeRozan because you can sign Malik, right? In the yeah, offseason? That's, that's the X factor for me because like, I think um, there's a part of me that's like Levine, be here long term, it's all good, but the leaves, it leaves uh, Malik in question. So you can get DeRozan, probably get some production this year. You get better, maybe sign him, maybe not, but it still leaves you open for, for Malik. Malik. I think I do – the 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 DeRozan trade too something about th- th- two things the Levine money makes me uncomfortable but I I just been encouraged to keep our eye on Zach Levine mm. so that's 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 I, what we'll I'm, do I'm I don't not, know how the math works I have a, I have a Malik Monk related question too okay okay At, yeah because I'm not I'm not as worried about Levine's money and everything moving forward as others are I understand why though but uh Zach Levine came to the Kings. I'll, I'll like, let's go. I'll pull it. No, I, I, I got you. For, I, I got you in that sense. We'll, we'll have Zach Levine's exact numbers, and, I, and I'll, I'll throw this Malik Monk thought at you okay. uh, when dealing with Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. Mm-hmm. Gotta change this guy. I sent some stuff to Jesse. Know, we got, we got I stuff. I meant to do it over the break. Some other stuff to do too. Some other some other beats too. I, I meant to do it over. And I focused all on KSFM. So my apologies to, to ESPN 1320. Good, you man. guys are my baby here. 1320 yeah. already forgotten. Wow. 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 <laughs> Did you see that text that uh, that Bobby Giro sent? That uh, He ain't sent it to me. Uh, tweet, excuse me. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in it about uh, Gary Giro's father used to call games on 1320 before the Kings got to Sacramento. What a dink. Uh, from Bobby Gerald, hey guys, thought you might get a kick out of this. My dad used to work at KCRA. They had a radio station as well. It was 30 a.m. So 19 years before the Kings arrived, my dad was calling a game on 1320. He included an ad from 1966. Follow the action of Camilla City Basketball <laughs> tonight with Bruce Lockie and Gary Gerald. On Radio KCRA 1320. This is amazing. That is crazy. I never knew that. 
G-Man has never done anything called basketball and auto racing. It's a legend right there. I listened to, boy, my, my, my man had the, uh, he had he had the uh, in between the shives last, yesterday. Who? G-Man. Oh. Yeah, I was listening to, well, it is <laughs> what? what it is. What? what? It is. Like, what, I, I, I was listening <laughs> to King's radio I network. It, I had it on my phone yesterday. I did that, too. I'm a team player. I did that, too. <laughs> I do well, better I, pull up that game on ESPN next time. How, I know how I'll be. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you too much. Sometimes uh, you don't feel like the connection and all this. Just put the game on. <laughs> yeah, I mean we've all done it. Never said it out loud. <laughs> G man's a legend. I'm gonna listen to this. I'm gonna listen to the G. Not very often. It's the only thing on that goddamn station worth listening to. <laughs> oh, Rob W. You're right. What, what, <laughs> what are you doing with him? What are you doing with him? <laughs> You guys are idiots. You guys have been jackasses all day. All of you. Shout out G-Man. I support G-Man. What are you doing with him? I got to say, the new sound you put on the board, that's A1. That's a great one. That's a great one. Oh, I wish Cat Williams. I didn't do the Cat Williams joint yet. What are you saying? Uh, I'm not gonna spoil it for when it does come off, but he said something. It was hilarious. <laughs> the visual is is fantastic, but yeah, we go, we're gonna get that one uh, onto the board. But uh, Bobby, thanks for uh, tagging us in that. That's pretty cool. I had no idea that 13:20 a.m. used to be Radio KCRA. No clue. That's tremendous. That's tremendous. Uh, now we're ESPN 13:20. We got D'Lo and KC and the Insider. So how about that? Um. Charles Barkley's funny. Charles Barkley on the Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Kimmel situation. I'd have punched him in the face. <laughs> well, there's enough video evidence to show that Charles probably means that. <laughs> uh, I have a Malik Monk-related question. Okay. You think they've talked at all about next season? Maybe not Monty calling Malik aside, but maybe Monty calling whoever he needs to who represents Malik and saying, you know, I, I don't know what, saying, getting a feel. Mm-hmm. Hey, what are you guys, you know, where where are we at right now? How are you guys feeling about where are we at? Do you think that call has is, is taken place? Um, when you first asked that question 10 seconds ago, I was like, I don't know. And then when you break it down a little bit and I think about it a little more, it's like, you have to. Like, they had to have talked. Like you, you have to if you do. I would think I so. Feel, I feel like if you're doing your job, like it's the discussion you might have had last summer. Is it fair to mm. say that at this point, Monty should have a pretty good idea of where Malik's going to end up, whether it be the Kings or somewhere else? Just kind of, you got a player going into his, um, he's not lame duck, not the right so word, it's but like hard. contract year or whatever. Yeah. And you got trades to make, championships to try to contend for. Like you kind of have to have an idea of that. So right? I'm. It's, I've never actually thought about this part before. Like, how do you approach that if you're Monty with Malik's represent, representatives? Mm. Because you do – I feel like you have to have some sort of conversation. And I'm going to speak for Monty McNair mm-hmm. on behalf of all Sacramento Kings fans <laughs> talking to – I believe it's I, I believe it's Jeff Schwartz. Uh-huh. Hey, Jeff, we have every intention – on signing Malik Monk to as much money as the collective bargaining agreement allows. Uh How are you guys feeling about Sacramento? 
How are you guys feeling about this impending offseason? And start the conversation, you know, I, I don't know that it's as simple as that. It's certainly not. But I think when you have a cap on a dollar figure, you don't have to be goofy with this. You don't have to overcomplicate things. Malik is extremely important to what Sacramento is doing. Anyone watching this basketball team recognizes that. It's similar to a LeBron James contract. Mm-hmm. LeBron, you, Rich Paul does not have to negotiate a LeBron James contract. If LeBron is coming to play for you, LeBron is going to play for you for as much as the collective bargaining agreement will allow him to play. There's no negotiations. There's no like play that you have to do there. With in in this particular situation with Malik Monk, I don't think it has to be overcomplicated. Of course, I don't have to manage the salary cap nor the rest of the Sacramento Kings money. I think when you get into penny pinching with a player who can make significantly more money leaving Sacramento, I think your offer today is very clear. We will sign Malik Monk to the maximum contract that the collective bargaining agreement allows us to sign him to. Where are you guys at with that line of thinking? <sighs> yeah, that's exactly how, how it should go down. I was pausing because, Jesse, do you think the the things that we've heard as far as why these deals haven't gotten made tells you what you need to know about the conversations they have and how they feel about bringing Malik back? Yeah, I think I think if um if Monty's holding on to him, I think I think like I said, I think it's I, I think it's fair to say Monty probably has a decent idea of where Malik's at. Like Malik probably hasn't told him, yes, I will resign, but if Malik te- is telling Monty and the Kings, like, there's a pretty good chance we're gonna see what happens. There's a good chance I'm not giving up Malik if I'm Monty. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. And that, and that, what I mean by that is we go into, you know, some of the things where they say that the Raptors wanted uh wanted Malik Monk potentially in a Siakam deal. And if that's the case, and that's where the Kings kind of walked away from things, that should kind of, it should tell you and it shouldn't tell you, to be honest with you. Because it should tell you like, yo, yeah, that's a no-go. We're about to re-sign him. There's no way you're getting him. Yep. But it could also mean, yeah, we're not giving you him when Siakam's about to leave. You know what I mean? Like, mm. If Siakam was staying, maybe we could have a conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's about yep. to leave. Like, we can't lose both of them for nothing. Yeah, right. So, I don't know. Worked myself into a shoot there. I don't know what that. <laughs> it was very, yeah, it was good. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what good. that could mean. Because it could, like I said, it could mean, yeah, we coming back. He's coming back. Well, right? Kenny means by that, for those that don't understand the lingo, <laughs> he actually talked himself into getting frustrated with what he was saying. <laughs> I see the point that he's making yeah. though, because if Monty's like, "Yeah, we're like he's off, not off limits," then I think any player's available for the right price. But if he's like, "No, nah, we're not giving you Malik. We're holding on." To, like, yeah, I think Monty has a good idea. Like, he's probably going to be sticking around. Because yeah. as much as like everyone loves Malik and his, his impact, like he is a player, a I, free agent at the, in the off season. I agree to a certain degree. I don't think that's the case with Siakam though, because of what Kenny just said. Right. I'm not losing. I'm not losing my shot at both of them because there's a. I I I I'm 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 hesitant over oh, man they won't give me a clear cut answer. There's room, man. New Orleans told me they're going to give him 25 million, and you know Monty's not going to fall for the okie doke. He's not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. 
But at the at the same time, it's like, am I gonna lose Malik and Siakam in the same breath? Right. Absolutely not. Right. Now, you don't trade Malik Monk. Nah. But if you did, it would not be for a player whose contract is expiring in 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 five months. Right. Again, I'm gonna repeat for those that missed it. You don't trade Malik Monk. But if you did, yeah, it's not for a guy whose contract is expiring. So, like, if if Malik's representation, I'm not saying I did it, but if I did, here's how: <laughs> strong vibes, strong, strong vibes. Right? Not gonna say his name, but his man, initials. Well, hey man, I won't mention this guy's uh, name. I'll give him his initials. OJ, OJ. Still, still haven't figured out who he was talking about. We haven't heard from Mitch in a while. He called like in. Um, weeks. he called in earlier this week, but I don't think we were able to take his call. Call back in, Mitch. Call back in. Um, I don't even think Mitch actually listens to the show. <laughs> I think he just called. He was like, hey, wait, hey, do the one KC you're on. I'm going to call him. <laughs> right. Pull off from his route or whatever. Let me call the guys real quick. Yeah, Hold yeah, on. Let me, let, me, let me pull over. Let me pull yeah, over real quick. Yeah. Um, Can't yeah, wait I bit for Mitch my dog big... yesterday. I don't know. Yeah. Something. Mitch Big Ten calls next. They're going to be fire. <laughs> um, but to, the, to that point, though. If 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 Malik's representation is telling you it's fifty fifty, and Siakam is telling you it's three percent that you would sign, mm-hmm. you can't trade Siakam yep. for Malik. But if Malik's representation is telling you it's fifty fifty, and just throwing a name out there, Washington says yeah, you could get Kuzma, then you may have to think about it. Does that make sense? Kuzma, Malik in a deal for Kuzma? Yeah, I would. I, do I, it, I hear you. Yeah. That that's looking for stability is what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, right. that's more yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more digestible than the other scenario. No, that doesn't happen. Right. But that's the that's what we're talking about. That's a that's a more digestible situation than Siakam. Mm-hmm. But still, uh even that doesn't happen. Uh before I <laughs> Yeah, I don't think there's a name that's right. been the Kings have been connected to where I'd trade Malik for. No. Right. It, unless it's Giannis. Yes. Jokic, Joel, fine. We'll sit that's, at the table KD? and talk about it. Will we take KD? Kawhi. Well, Kawhi, 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 Kawhi ain't going nowhere. Yeah, he's secure. Three years, uh, hundred and fifty million and some change. Uh, speaking of, oh, whoa! I was looking at a couple of things what? during the commercial break. What? Career earnings for the former number thirteen overall pick of the two thousand fourteen NBA draft. One Zach Levine. Anyone want to get in on this? Bless you. I'm always down to play. Thank I never back down from a challenge. I'm down. Hey, I ain't, I ain't never scared. I'm trying to get, you know, I'm right now I'm at 500. I'm no, you're up. not. You're you're 0 and 2. I respect it. Kenny's always ready. Get back up. Let's see yeah, if we can no, get a win the next time. You're 0 and 2. See, if I was 8 games over 500, my poor play wouldn't be that much of a concern because it's still 8 games over. Right now it's 2 under. So I'm the Warriors. Let's make this a little spicier. Zach Levine has played 10 seasons in the association. Okay. However, he has three years left on his deal. Let's include those three years. Zach Levine, former number 13 overall pick in the 2014 NBA draft. His peak will occur in the final year of his contract. At $48.9 million. When that season is completed, 
Zach Levine will have played 13 seasons in the National Basketball Association. Kenny Caraway, you've yet to get on the board okay, we don't have in 2024. What the, what the hell is that? Tell the tape. Jeez, that came out of nowhere. You are up first. I'm going to say... 13 seasons and all is said and done. 13 seasons when it's all said and done. I'm going to put Zach Levine at $316 million. $316 million. Shout out to the rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, hell yeah. Jesse, 13 seasons. The peak will be in the final year of his current deal in 26-27 at $48.9 million. Career earnings for Zach Levine. We're going to go $330 million, boss. $330 million. Kenny Caraway is on the board in 2024. Let's go! Let's go! When all is said Stop and done. Stop playing with me! Stop playing with me! I'm him! I'm him! You can't, I'm him! You can't do that with your first win in like a month. But it's, it's I'm good. I'm standing on business over here. I'm him! Stop playing with me. You ever you're getting excited over a single? The ESPN standing says Jesse last ten nine and one. It's about, that's about it. That's we need about a new right. season. That's and, and that's correct as well. Uh, Jesse is up two one in twenty twenty four. Should the Sacramento Kings acquire Zach Levine, he would be owed forty three million dollars next season, forty five million dollars the the following. We're gonna round up because it's like a. $400 difference, a $46 million season. Mm. And then in the 26-27 season, that is the $48.9 million that we referenced. $301.5 million it's, for Zach Levine. Because I thought I went a little high because on that second contract, I think I went 120 and it should have been 80 T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.